This is The Ghost Light, the weekly interview podcast that shines the spotlight on theater professionals that don't see it as often as the stars. At 21, I was a young performance artist and around I'd run with art school dudes and we would spend our day Thanks for tuning in to the 17th episode of The Ghost Light. What is a conservatory? I know when I was in high school and even through most of college up until now, I really had no idea what kind of work went into being at a conservatory. I knew people that went and I had some vague conceptions of what it would be like based on things that they posted and things that they said. But after going to a liberal arts university, That seems so foreign to me. The idea of going to a school and only studying the craft of theater was something that was very intriguing to me. But I do recognize that it's not for everyone. Some people really do need those other core classes to ground them in the college experience, to push them further in other areas, and maybe open their eyes to things that they didn't necessarily know that they were interested in. That's definitely not to say that conservatories are a bad thing. Most of the people that I know that went to conservatories are are very happy with their experience there. They were able to work strictly on theater and hone all of those skills so they felt fully prepared to work on the next stage of their career. That's why I'm very excited about my guest today. His name is Kaysen Day, and he has attended AMDA here in New York, which is a conservatory for musical theater and other kinds of theater as well. I hope to pick his brain and learn a bit more about the process, but also see where Kaysen is at in his career and what his future looks like. I hope that I'm able to accomplish that goal and leave you with a little bit of knowledge that you didn't have beforehand. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I am joined by Kaysen Day. Uh, Kaysen is a performer, musical theater performer. He's also a composer. He was born in Houston, Texas. He is a recent graduate of AMDA, which is the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. He made his professional New York debut, originating the role of Francisco and Occasion for Sin pretty recently. Um, and he also made his film feature debut as Jamie in 700 Miles with R&D Productions, for which he composed an original score. So those were the kind of things that I just researched about you, but why don't you tell me a little bit more about yourself and how you got to where you're at now? Yeah, for sure. Um, So like you said, I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, I've been performing for roughly 10 years now. I started with High School Musical. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it seems like most people do. Yeah, I like... (laughs) yeah, I mean that was that was my first exposure to like just really performing in general, and I guess in a way musical theater, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not you know classic <laughs> musical. But uh, you know that was the first time I saw singing and dancing and acting all in this one thing, and I was just so blown away by it. So um, I guess it, yeah, it started with High School Musical. Um, so I started theater the next year, um, and I've just been in love with it ever since. Mm-hmm. So that that High School Musical was in <laughs> high school. I'm sorry. Was in high school? No, I was uh, going into middle school when, oh, I, when okay. that came out. All so right. yeah, but that You're was younger like, than I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Cool. So 
you did the musical in high school and, or in uh, middle school. And then, so what did your high school experience kind of look like? Um, so I um, actually just saw the movie. I mean, I, I haven't actually done high school musical oh, yet, okay. but uh, I wish. I'm I, tracking that. No, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, my first, um, I did do my first musical in high school. We, uh, we were doing Anything Goes my sophomore year. Okay. Uh, and I had like a small speaking part in that um, just because I knew my director from middle school. And so um, I ended up like transferring to this high school and then transferring away and then transferring back. So it was like this whole crazy thing. Anyway, so I ended up at this high school in my sophomore year and they were doing Anything Goes. And so I had like a small part in that. And um, I know I said high school musical blew me away, but this, <laughs> I mean, really just like, I mean, blew my mind. You know, the the first rehearsal I went to, I just could not believe, you know, the, just hearing, I, I mean, people sing the ensemble parts of... Uh, my very first rehearsal it was the song uh, "There's No Cure Like Travel," mm-hmm. uh, and I just just hearing everybody sing that in harmonies and just everybody was just having such a blast. I mean that was uh, really amazing, um, and that's I mean it stuck with me ever since. Uh, so I you know that was my first um, real exposure I guess to musicals, and that was uh, my first show in high school. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Was was that freshman year? Um, that was year? the beginning of my sophomore year. Okay, All yeah, right. and you kind of stuck with it throughout. Um, so how many shows do you think you did in high school? How involved were you? Um, so I tried to do shows pretty consistently from that point forward. Uh, mm-hmm. we did Legally Blind my next year, um, and I played Warner mm-hmm. in that, so that was really fun. Uh, it was also my first, um, time playing a lead, so that was a really cool experience and, uh, way different from the ensemble, but, um, you know, it, it was so much fun and, uh, I, I love that show anyway. Uh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, so I, I did that my junior year. Uh we did Shrek my senior year and I went back to the ensemble and uh yeah, I just had a blast. I mean I I've I just had a blast. I, I just yeah. loved performing so much and uh I was also part of uh I don't know if you know what comedy sports is. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I did comedy sports uh sophomore through senior year That's too. Fun. So yeah, I tried to stay as busy as possible and um yeah, like I said, I just had a blast. So I tried to stay as involved as I could. Yeah. So were you kind of predisposed to theater at all, or did you just kind of have that aha moment when you saw a uh, high school musical? Yeah, uh, definitely an <laughs> aha moment. I think uh, my my father's a musician, um, but never. Um, so I've always been around music, and I've always been exposed to music and stuff, but never uh, musical theater or even theater itself. Um, so yeah, it really it really started with High School Musical. Uh, I found out later after I got into it that like my grandma did theater when she was in high school and mm. stuff. So um, I guess it's kind of in the family. Yeah, but, runs uh, in the blood. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, my first like actual exposure to yeah theater was High School Musical. So, so you also do composition as well. Mm-hmm. Did that start before or kind of at the same time or later? Um, so I kind of have two answers to that because I I started playing music. Um, in fifth grade was when I got my first guitar. Uh, and so I, I sort of just kind of started, you know, messing around, like learning songs and stuff. But um, I didn't really get into like the composition side of things, I guess, until um, probably eighth or ninth grade. Um, definitely by sophomore year, I was uh, trying to write music. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it just really started, um, you know, learning songs that I liked and uh, kind of just... I don't know. I've always been interested in it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I guess it started maybe eighth or ninth grade. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you got your guitar in fifth grade. Yep. W- was that your parents trying to give you something to do <laughs> or, or did you have an interest in it? So that actually started because uh, 
I was at my friend's birthday party in fifth grade, and uh, he had a drum set, and um, we were just sitting around, you know, eating pizza or something, and my friend was just like, hey, we should be in a band, and I had no <laughs> musical experience whatsoever, but for whatever reason, when he said that, just this like light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know, it, it was really weird, because I didn't know how to play any instruments or anything, but I just just the thought of it immediately attracted me so much. And so I, I went home the next day, you know, from my friend's birthday party and uh, I was like, mom, we need to get a guitar. And <laughs> so that Christmas, my, my parents got me an electric guitar and uh, they got my brother a drum set, uh, you know, to go along with that. So that was how I started drums. And uh, yeah, so I guess I have my friend Matt to thank for that, uh, his birthday party. So yeah. <laughs> thank you, Matt. The world appreciates it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so you were doing both of those things at the same time, musical theater and composition. So yeah. when you started looking at going to school, um, what did that look like? Were you leaning more one way or were you wanting to do both? Um, so originally, uh, I was leaning way more towards the uh, just music side. Um, I, I was super interested in um, Musicians Institute in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, they have a really cool contemporary music program, and uh, a lot of you know really cool people have gone there. Uh, my favorite band's Avenged Sevenfold, and uh, their guitar player went there for a little bit, and some people from Weezer and uh, Paul Gilbert. I mean, there's there's so many. The, the list is so long, but mm. uh, anyway, I was uh, yeah leaning a lot more towards just music by itself um, at first, um, but uh, the the theater bug never went away, uh, mm. and. Um, I guess towards the end of senior year, I just really felt, you know, the shift kind of happened more towards theater. And so um, I actually almost went to AMDA straight out of high school, but uh, I went to University of North Texas instead for mm -hmm. a year just to kind of knock out some core classes and stuff. And I wasn't really sure, you know, if I wanted to do theater or music or whatever. And um, I mean, I knew I wanted to do both. I just wasn't sure the best way to go about it. And yeah. uh, so I, I did, um, yeah, I went to school in... Uh, uh, Denton, Texas, yeah. uh, UNT for a year, and that was really great. But um, I uh, came home the next summer to do Tarzan at a community college. And, I mean, that's not why I came home, but mm -hmm. <laughs> while I was home, I <laughs> did that. Uh, and I met one of my best friends uh, doing that show. Her name is Emma, and uh, we were talking one day, and I was kind of like, you know, I feel like I missed my shot. I was 18. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, for whatever reason, thought I had missed my shot. And, you know, I, I, I was too old to mm. um, kind of really do because uh, North Texas has a like straight theater program but you yeah. know my heart's always really been with musical theater and uh, so um, I say I feel like I had missed my shot in the sense of doing a musical theater degree and um, anyway uh, she um, she and I had several chats about it and uh, she just really inspired me she was like you know if you if that's what you want to do you need to go do it even if it means starting over as a freshman even if it means you know going to a school that maybe isn't your first choice or whatever, like she was like, um, you know, whatever difficulties might come from it, you know, if that's what you need to do, then you need to do it. And I was like, you're so right. And so <laughs> I uh, got another audition set up with AMDA, um, which, like I said, I, I almost went there straight out of high school. So it was um, definitely always my first choice. Um, mm -hmm. Even when I wasn't sure if I was doing theater, AMDA was always, you know, at, at the um, in the back of my mind. And so I auditioned, and um, I had a couple auditions lined up for some other schools, but as soon as I found out I got into AMDA, I uh, canceled all those and um, started uh, the following February. Like, um, Yeah, I, I just I wanted to be here as soon as I could. So, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I was actually born and raised in North Texas, so I know Sweet. a little bit about UNT. Yeah. And they do have a good music program. Oh, so, yeah. So what, while you were at UNT, kept you from leaning more that way? Were you just always, you just thought the theater was for you, so you didn't really want to get too invested in music? or? Um, yeah, so w um, with that, uh, I didn't know much about classical music or even jazz um i know they have you know really good programs mm -hmm. for both of those um most of my background was uh you know i mostly come from a contemporary music background and so mm -hmm. i really have always appreciated all that stuff but i didn't know much about it and um so and there, there was also definitely a fear you know that maybe i wasn't good enough yet um i i did audition for the uh vocal performance program didn't get in but uh <laughs> you know I, I think everything happens for a reason so yeah uh, I ended up um, switching to theater my second semester. Uh, just, yeah, you know, with that happening, I kind of took that as a sign. Uh, yeah, so um, I actually switched after the second semester had already started, so the only theater class I had open was play analysis. Mm -hmm. uh, so I <laughs> took a play analysis class second semester. And, Those are uh, always fun. Yeah, no, I, I had a blast. Yeah. First, I was kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, yeah. rather do a performing class. But <laughs> it, it, was, it was really fun, and I mean, I, I've honestly used a lot of that uh, even mm -hmm. at amda and beyond uh so yeah I, i'm really thankful for that but yeah um so it, it was a mixture of things uh mm -hmm. going back to your original question um yeah um you know i i just uh like i said i, I took you know not getting into the college of music as you know a sign and so um mm -hmm. yeah cool i mean i've still you know always loved both but yeah yeah but yeah yeah sometimes you know it's People want to choose one or the other, but you can always try to make both work for sure. Yeah. And a lot of people do. So AMDA is a conservatory. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of high schoolers that listen to the show. And I know as a high schooler, I had no idea what a conservatory was. Sure, just yeah. because my parents always said go to a liberal arts school. So that's what I did. Um, and I still have a vague idea of what it is. So can you kind of explain what going to a conservatory looks like? Sure, yeah. Um, so uh, basically what that meant for AMDA was that uh, there were no core classes and there wasn't anything really outside of uh, performance training. Mm -hmm. um, AMDA does offer a bachelor's degree um, at the Los Angeles campus, but... Uh, yeah, their conservatory programs are just performance-based. Um, you do take, uh, I mean, I can only speak for musical theater. Uh, they, they have musical theater, straight acting, and uh, dance. But um, so yeah, I can only speak for musical theater. But uh, mm -hmm. with that, we took dance classes, acting classes, um, voice lessons. Uh, and we did take a um, sort of a, it was called Film Lab, but it, it was sort of a musical theater appreciation class at the same time. And we would watch a lot of uh Basically, just a lot of clips of stuff, you know, from all through the 1900s up to now. And uh, that was a really great experience, too. But, yeah, besides those film lab classes, I mean, it really was all performance. And, um, you know, it, depending on, you know, what you want to do, um, that can be a really great thing. You know, I, I think everybody needs to, um, you know, because that setup really works for some people and it, it maybe wouldn't for others. And. Um, I think that's one really big piece of advice um, that I would like to give is is you have to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. um, and AMDA, I knew that it was, you know, all performance and it was all, you know, you were just immediately thrown into all of it. And so that was one reason I was so drawn to the school in the first place was, uh, 
yeah, just I, I knew it was going to be, you know, basically performing 24-7. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a lot of hard work, but I mean, it was it was great. It was a great kind of hard work, and I'm so thankful for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just pretty much all performance. So was it an accelerated degree? Did it only take two years, or what did, what did the length look like? So um, with AMDIS Conservatory, you um, basically just get a certificate. It, it's... Um, you can i've i've have friends that have done it in in two years it uh it's a forced like i guess technically they're trimesters mm-hmm. so i did it in a year and a half but i know a ton of people like take a break halfway through so um it can take a year and a half to two years to do it um yeah uh you you really just get a certificate for the conservatory part of it but like i said they have the bfa option um mm-hmm. And then also uh, the new school here in New York does a pretty clean transfer from AMDA as well. So um, the conservatory program itself doesn't necessarily give you a degree, but they mm-hmm. have a ton of options and um, all the advisors are super great. And so they they have ways to get you set up with that if that's what you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what has your time in New York since looked like? Have you just been auditioning nonstop? And, and when did AMDA end for you? So AMDA ended for me um, around the end of May was mm-hmm. when I graduated. Um, Pretty recent, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's man, it's crazy how fast that program flew by. Um, it really, I mean, it was amazing. Uh, but yeah, just uh, auditioning for a lot of stuff and uh, uh, occasion for sin. Um, I, that was my first, uh, like you said, my professional debut here and. Uh, I got that through a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Pedro Capeci. He's amazing. He's so talented. Uh, he was doing the show, and the guy that was playing Francisco during the rehearsal process had to drop. Um, I'm not quite sure the reason, but uh, I was actually in Texas at the time uh, mm-hmm. visiting home, and he called me and he was like, "Hey, man, you know, you gotta submit like somebody dropped from the show, and they're your type, and so like you gotta send some stuff in." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." So I emailed and. Um, I got an email back like the next day that I got cast. So I, <laughs> the day after that, flew back to start rehearsal and it was really crazy. But uh, that was so much fun and that was a crazy experience. I mean, it was, I honestly felt really prepared um, because of AMDO. And mm-hmm. I was so thankful for that um, to just, you know, right off the bat, get to apply all these things that I learned and, and use, you know, just, yeah, just, it was really fulfilling and exciting to get to use all these things that, I, I learned and to not feel completely helpless, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. to kind of feel like I did know what I was doing and I was ready to do it. And um, so, yeah, that was, uh, I did that in June and July. Um, our performances were kind of spread out over those two months. Um, it was part of uh, Planet Connections Theater Festivity. And uh, yeah, so that was really fun. And then I've done um, a couple cabarets at the West End Lounge. And um, besides that, I'm just auditioning for stuff. So, yeah, great. Yeah. Great. Uh, so was New York City a destination for you or did you only become come here because of AMDA? Would you have gone elsewhere and stayed there, do you think, if you had gone to another school or, or you know, was New York kind of the place you wanted to end up? I've always wanted to end up here, I think, uh, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, after UNT or, um, yeah, it's always been the end goal, I think. So, um, yeah, that was definitely part of the draw of AMDO was I wanted to get to study somewhere where I could be right in the heart. I, I mean, there's, you know, there's no better place in the world mm-hmm. than New York for theater. And so uh, that was really important to me um, to get to, I guess, to get to learn, to just really get thrown, I mean, like completely thrown into it, you know, not not just kind of be learning these outdated things somewhere super far away. And 
Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to be here while I was learning about it and kind of get to experience all of New York and Broadway and um, all that stuff. So yeah, New York's definitely always been uh, definitely always been an end goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even you know New York, LA, yeah. one of those. I, I've just I've just always wanted to be as close as I could to kind of the heart of um, you know these entertainment yeah. capitals, film so. or. Yeah. Are you interested in film as well? Because you, you do composition for film, but are you interested in performing for film at all? Is that something you're working towards or no? Um, absolutely, yeah. I, I really would love to do all of it. So what is some advice that you might get give to a, a young performer that is thinking about coming to NYC or thinking about going to a conservatory? Um, I would say to just go for it. I mean, I, I know it's not always that easy, but I, I, I say that you know if you have the resources and if you're able to do it, just go for it. Um, I was so scared when I came here and I still pretty scared. I mean, you know, it's a scary place, <laughs> but it's uh, it's such an amazing thing to just get thrown into it. Uh, you know, like I'm so thankful for that. And like I said, I learned so much at Amda and even just being in New York by itself. I mean, it, it's crazy. And um, yeah, really just, just to go for it because um, that's, Really, I mean, that's the only way that you're going to get, you know, as close as you want to these dreams that you have. And, uh, you know, maybe going for it isn't always, you know, maybe not everybody has the resources to come to New York or to, to go to L.A. or Hollywood or, you know, even if it's not maybe ending up somewhere like this, just like. So I guess I'd actually like to rephrase my advice. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I will say go for it, but mostly just, just be so passionate about what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing, whether in, whether you're in New York or LA or Denton, Texas, you know, like, uh, I, I think you do need to just go for it and put your whole heart into everything that you're doing, um, you know, artistically or, or not. Um, yeah, I guess that would be my biggest piece of advice is to just be as passionate as you can about what you're doing and um, and always be excited about learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's, I think the most harmful thing you can do as a performer and as a human being is think you have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you, and that's one thing that I, I really learned at AMDA uh, is how how fun learning is and, and how fun, you know, w- progressing is and, and and you know learning new skills and working on the skills that you do have um it it's such an exciting thing to learn mm-hmm. and um yeah it just when you can really be open to that it's it's so much fun and mm-hmm. yeah i think that's very sound advice <laughs> so my last question for you is what is your dream role if you, could oh, be, if you could be in any show, any role, what would it be and why? Sure. Um, so uh, that would definitely be Hedwig in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Okay. Um, I actually have a tattoo oh, yeah? from The Origin of Love Nice. Uh, that nice. I got a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, man, I could, I could talk for hours about it. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that show just... It just... It means so much to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was just... Man, it's... It's all my favorite things in one. You know, I, I love rock music and I love uh, I love rock music. I, lo- I, lo- I love how it's just so over the top, like, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy. But at the heart of it, it's such an amazing, like, passionate, genuine story about love and about acceptance. And 
about, you know, finding your other half and all these things. And I just think that it's just such a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Um, told through this grand, you know, spectacle of a show. And uh, I just, man, I, I love drag too. Uh, <laughs> don't have a ton of experience with it, but I'm just so fascinated by it. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's just so much stuff I love in, in one. And um, obviously I love musicals anyway, but it's just such a powerful show and such an emotional show. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love to play Hedwig. Um, Great. yeah, it's definitely my dream role. Uh, it would just be such an honor to get to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you get your shot, Casey. <laughs> Thank you. No problem at all. I appreciate you coming from, yeah. uh, you know, all the way across the city to Queens. So that means a lot to me that you would come out. Yeah, thanks and, for having uh, me. Of course. Are you working on anything? Do you have any social profiles that you would like to plug? People can follow you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is Casey uh, Paul Day. Um, and my Twitter is Kaysen underscore day. Um, not working on anything at the moment, but, um, we'll definitely be posting on social media when I am. So, uh, yeah, follow me those places to, uh, stay up to date. Um, I do have a Facebook page as well, so you can check me out on there and, uh, yeah, I'll be, um, updating as more stuff comes up. So great. Well, thanks again and have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Thank you once again for listening to the 17th episode of The Ghost Light. I had a great time talking to Kaysen. I learned a lot about what it looks like to go to a conservatory. And I also learned a lot about Kaysen. He's a very interesting person and has a very unique career working in both musical theater and doing composition for film. And hopefully at some point getting into acting at film as well. He's at a very early point in his career, so he plugged his social media. I would encourage you to follow him and see where it goes. It seems like he has a very promising outlook on the theater, and he has a clear passion that will take him far. Next week on The Ghost Light, my high school theater director, Jeremy Furman, comes on the show. I don't want to give away too much about what we talk about yet, but it was a very important episode for me and also very cathartic. He's the person that inspired me to stick with theater and to do it in college and things worked out great for me. So I really hope that he inspires you as much as he inspired me. If you want to keep up with The Ghost Light on social media, you can follow me at TGLpod on Twitter and Facebook. Or if you have any sort of constructive feedback, consider leaving an Apple Podcasts review, or you can even email me at theghostlightpod at gmail.com. Any bit of feedback will work. Did you like the intro that I did this time? Kind of just speaking about the person that I'm going to be talking to in the day and, and pushing this kind of stuff toward the end of the episode. I'm looking for any sort of feedback you have, and those kinds of things are really going to help me out. So I would really appreciate it if you could take some time out of your day and leave me that bit of feedback. That's all I have for you today. So thanks once again for tuning in, and I hope to see you next time at The Ghost Light.